What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 120. Today with my guest, Brendan Lane. He is a solo artist, and he's got music out. I featured his song, Oh Child, which you can find on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. You'll hear that momentarily, so if you like it, definitely check him out online. Drop him a subscription or follow and all that stuff. Um, He's currently working on cruise ships, playing gigs every night. So uh, I was talking to him while he was down in Miami before he was uh, taken off on a run. Um, just want to say thanks to you, wherever you may be, for uh, listening and supporting local music. We all always appreciate it. Uh, feel free to subscribe to the show as well. Um, on personal news and notes, uh, my band The Hollow Truths is playing in Baltimore on Wednesday. And then I'll be playing solo as well in New York City in Brooklyn. And both of those shows are with uh, our good friends, Souls Extolled, from Austin, Texas. And the Baltimore show includes former guests of the podcast, uh, Guestbed. So definitely check them out. And then uh, last two things i got to mention is uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running. So if you're in the market for a easy, high-quality music video, I could definitely set you up with that. And then the sponsor of this show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop in Laurel, Maryland. So you can definitely find Stephen the Luthier runs it on Instagram as Truly Strings. Without further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Brendan. There's a house on River Street where the sun shines through the trees. Warms the face. That I can't wait to see Well, there's a girl Dancing in the breeze Passing time as she's waiting there for me She moves with ease Like a flower, she grows patiently And when she dreams, she dreams of me One more last dance She gives the sun a farewell glance She's got her wings, she's ready to fly Oh, child, we're gonna fly away Oh, child Me all right sounds good all right sounds good looks like we're recording cool, man. so yeah sweet sweet um so wherever you are right now looks friggin awesome so. <laughs> i'm in uh i'm took my talents literally to south beach today i'm i'm sitting in miami um in the southeast oh, yeah. south beach district yeah i'm uh, working on the oasis of the seas at the moment for royal caribbean oh, wow. playing and singing yeah doing the doing the thing Every night, I'm meeting new people and, and just doing what I love. It's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, one of my and, buddies. and hanging out in Miami on a Sunday ain't too bad either. You know, that's a good perk of the job. Yeah, no shit. Um, 
one of my buddies or drummers or friends or whoever he uh he did that for a while he said it was great you get uh besides just the scenery you get really good you know it's like having a residency yeah. or whatever playing every night yeah no totally it's i mean playing four hours every single night is not going to be bad for your your chops you know and that's one no. of the reasons why i took the job i noticed like i was doing this up until the pandemic i was writing music and i was working on ships and traveling around and then obviously COVID happened and uh took time off from doing it and felt myself slipping out of that regimen and that discipline that I was having where I was warming up every day and taking yeah. time to learn new songs and new styles and new genres. So one of the reasons when things started to come back, I was paying attention to it. I didn't want to jump back in too early because, you know, it's still a freaking cesspool out there, but it's still got the restrictions and everything. Um, but I did want to get back into that discipline and that, that style, that lifestyle of just gigging every night and, playing and meeting new people and kind of get back to it. And it's been, it's been really relieving, I think for my mental health to just play music yeah. again for people and connect with new folks every single day from all over the place. It's, it's really nice. That's great. Yeah. Um, sort of back up just a touch. Um, you said, you know, uh, Philip Sailor Weiser and, yeah. uh, a couple other people. Um, yeah, no. Chris Diller, I think, has done this, okay. right? He, yeah, Diller's he's done this on podcast. And uh, Jimmy Haha. Um, I grew up in Annapolis, so Jimmy okay. is a local legend for us. Of course, yeah. And, you know, I've, I've met him several times at open mics and gigs and all that, fundraisers and stuff like that. He's amazing, amazing philanthropist, and he, he does so much for the community. So but when, when yeah. you messaged me, I was like, oh, I got to get on. I got to <laughs> talk with you, man. I got to have a conversation. Cool. Yeah, no, I appreciate yeah. it. Just uh, building the little network and uh, just, you know, getting people's music out there little by little. Thank you for, for what you do for the, the independent scene, you know? Like, it's, it's awesome. I wish there were more folks like you that, that care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe I have a knack for it or it just, like, keeps my uh, ADD at bay or keeps me busy, you know? It's just like... Yeah, uh, I feel that big time. Something extra to work on. So... Yeah. Um. It's cool. I've obviously met a lot of cool people, even people I wouldn't uh, necessarily expect would uh, talk to me, such as, you know, yeah. Jimmy Haha or, uh, you know, certain people. So it's been totally. fun. Excellent. Excellent. Um, but yeah, besides being jealous of where you are, I mean, uh, I fortunately did just get my fair share of sunshine down in Texas for uh, South by Southwest. Uh, awesome, last week. Man. So, yeah, so Austin is one of a kind, ain't it? Oh, it's great, man. It's uh, one of my annual pilgrimages, for sure, to get down there. Good, good. Yeah. I was down there at the beginning of February. Um, I, I made a pilgrimage myself. I'd never been down there before. But I went down, and I couldn't have picked a worse time to visit oh, yeah. Texas. It was the one week where they got, like, a big, another big ice storm and everything. And so oh, everything yeah. was shut down and... They, they, they didn't have ice on their, uh, excuse me, salt on the sidewalks. So the sidewalks were all iced over and everything. It oh, was wow. cold. And on top of that, the hotel I was staying in, or maybe I think it was a city problem, but there was something with the water, the tap yeah. water, and it was making me ill. So I was like, Ooh. I couldn't have picked a worse time, but I still, I sucked it up as best I could. And I went out and I caught some great music. I got to go to Stubbs barbecue on oh, Red yeah. river. I know we're talking about legendary, legendary. Yeah. And, uh, because it was, you know, everything was closed down. There was no one around. I got to you know, sneak up on the stage out there and like 
I know. stand out. Yeah, it was it was a really cool moment. I FaceTimed my dad, who's a jazz piano player. He's, oh, cool. he's a big music historian. And yeah. you know, I FaceTimed him from the stage of Stubbs Barbecue, and he, he knows the, the legend of Stubbs. Yeah. And so I was, it was an amazing father-son moment, you know what I mean? Oh, that's great. My, uh, my dad uh, played music as well, not professionally at all, but uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. But still having it in um, the house as you're growing up, man, there's nothing better. Oh, yeah, it's what gets you going. I, I was kind of yeah, just totally. tripping out a little, just playing down there in, in the land of SRV because I'm a guitar player. So, like, you know, Amen. For me, that's like uh, hallowed ground or Holy whatever. Ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So, that's cool, man. Um, we can definitely talk about your background at Touch, but I guess we'll just get to the song real quick that you sent. Um, I think the first thing. As long as I have the right Spotify, that's the first thing I have to clarify. Because the song you sent seemed a little uh, different vibe. Maybe it's just your latest. I don't know if it's come out yet. Then uh, maybe it's like not say, released yet. Okay, so that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Then because uh, at least on Spotify, you got like a real nice like Southern rock. I don't know what to call it. Just uh, type of sound going. It's very much up my alley. Like stuff I like to play. And awesome. uh, yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. But yeah, the new one is definitely different. Um, I worked with a, a good friend of mine, JJ Rupp. Okay. Um, we met when I was living and gigging down in Dewey Beach, which is also how I met Chris Diller. Yeah, of course. Uh, and we, we connected and just struck up an awesome friendship, which turned into a sweet you know, professional relationship. He's got a sweet home studio up in, in the mountains of Pennsylvania. So went up there and brought a few several songs up to him and we worked through them and it's just nice having time. And then we got to Oh child. It's one I've had for, for a bit. And yeah. he, him and I like kind of collaborated on it and worked through it. And it just came out as this awesome, really simple story of two people who just are sick of dreaming about getting out of their hometown yeah. and decided to take it into their own hands. And I couldn't have I couldn't have made it what it is without his help. So I'm forever grateful to JJ for for his insight and his professionalism. Um, it was it was a great experience. But yeah, it is different than other stuff I've done. And I think that was one of the things we discussed when working through it was we wanted to come up with something that was different and was unique, but still had my voice to it. You know? Yeah. I love telling stories. I think a lot of my songs have that storyteller vibe or at least i try to bring that to it and we we definitely brought that to this one just kind of stripped away yeah. the band and just made it you know just acoustic oh that's cool uh before we talk about that though just to clarify does he uh go by anything online for his studio just for the people who might be listening or yeah no it's it's um, j j rupp r-u-p-p for all, all you right. folks at home out there and he's you know, he's incredible great songwriter fantastic guitar player big stevie ray vaughn disciple so i think you'd really dig his stuff too brett like, nice. he's kick-ass i might have yeah. to hit him up he's got it's awesome he's got uh, seven thousand followers on uh, instagram yeah and exactly one yeah. post i respect it right <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh he might be though pulling the rick rubin strategy i don't know if you've heard of him um, I know exactly who Rick Rubin is. Yeah, man. But like the elusive Rick Rubin. Yeah, but his Instagram is pretty funny because he always has one post at a time. Like he posts something and deletes yeah. it like every day. I don't know. Right. Um, so maybe he's just doing that. But uh, it's a strategy. Yeah, it just sets yourself apart. I don't know. Well, it is yeah. what it is in the brave new world of 
the internet and everything else. Um, Tricky, but yes, um, I guess, you know, storytelling or whatever is, uh, certainly something that I'm interested in, at least when I play music, I actually joke that I probably should maybe think about doing like a little bit of a, a stand up bit at, at a certain point because yeah. I spend <laughs> cool. like too much time maybe talking between songs or like, you know, <laughs> lay in the groundwork, yeah, man. Yeah. like laying the groundwork for him. Cause like, you know, I play cover gigs too and you don't really have to talk for that shit. People are stoked. Uh, People regardless. Know the songs, yeah. yeah. But if you're playing like an original set somewhere and you know, obviously no one's pretty much no one's heard the songs. I always feel like, damn it. If I'm in the audience, like tell me something before you start ripping into it. Like sure. give me like, throw yeah. me a bone, man. Like, you know, make yeah. me interested. So whenever I'm playing a new song for people, I'm like, you know, I'll give them a little 30 second spiel about, you know, right. maybe why I wrote background. So put them, put them in the story, put them in yeah. the location, in the setting and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. So I don't know if you employ some of that at all. I definitely um, tell a lot of stories. I mean, that's one of the cool things I love about the, the cruise ship gig is um, when I write songs, you know, as I'm writing them, I can test them out in front of new people, but I also love playing old songs and sharing a, even as I get to know the audience members, because I will see a lot of uh, familiar faces over the course of the week, people come yeah. back and stuff like that. So you get to know them, they get to know you and sharing with them just parts of your life and your story really touches them and, and it helps them uh, just have a, a tighter tie on, on what I'm trying to do on stage and stuff like that. It, it draws them in a little bit more. Let's them know yeah. that I'm not just some, some crew member that just does this every Picked week, but I'm an guitar. actual guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm an actual guy with a story and a life and, and I got, I got stuff to tell. And um, it's, I, I do also, you know, at the same point, I, sometimes with certain songs not this song oh child but certain songs i like just playing it and letting the audience kind of pick up what they want to pick up from it you know what i mean like right it doesn't necessarily i think there's a great dave Grohl quote where it's like you can sing one song to eighty thousand people and they'll sing it back for eighty thousand different reasons that's pretty cool yeah and uh i, I that always struck me because you know I myself have listened to thousands of songs that I interpreted through my own lens as a human, probably differently than the songwriter meant yeah. it or interpreted it when they were writing it. So, um, yeah. it, it is important to have the, the, the context and the backstory. And also sometimes there, I think there's a beauty in songs and songwriting to the ambiguity of it. Ambiguity of, it too. of course, yeah. Somebody there are cops everywhere in Miami. Though. There's something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just got distracted because they're literally like driving on the lawn and shit. Like. Yeah. Yeah. How's how's the bars down there today on a Sunday afternoon? There, uh, yeah. There's a line across the the street where I'm looking at. It's, it is a wrapped around the block for something, some kind nice. of club. So, yeah. I like yeah. more the, like the dingy rock and roll bar scene, though. I can't get of down. Course. <laughs> That's a little too much for me. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm well past that age. If I ever was the age <laughs> where it yeah. mattered. Um, interestingly enough, like you know, every state, every place has their nooks and crannies and like music scenes and stuff like that. 
Um, of the places I've been to in Florida, I kind of feel like St. Pete or St. Petersburg is like the most interesting. It has like a very uh, urban element, even though it's obviously in a very bougie sort of part of town, yeah, yeah. like Tampa, St. Pete. I imagine Jacksonville's probably similar. It's like Baltimore and Florida. But, it's uh, got. It's got to be uh, right. Like, and they got that swamp rock kind of sound yeah. going on up. Like, uh, Tedeschi Trucks is out of Jacksonville area. Like, yeah, but I've been to yeah. St. Pete before, and they actually have like genuine, you know, rock clubs and stuff like that, punk rock bars. And I was kind of surprised, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's why bands always stop here when they're right. Uh, right. when they're touring. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. Plus, they got, got reggae the rise up now too, which is pretty big. So huge, yeah. Actually, Maryland just got Reggae Rise Up, which is somewhat... It's, I saw that. A bunch of the Harbor Boys are playing. Yeah, um, yeah. Joint Operation. Yeah, again, friends of mine. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's great to see that the, like, the local scene in Maryland, Baltimore, Annapolis area, it's, like, it it's getting that recognition that it deserves. Yeah, totally. Yeah, attracted something like that. It's really cool. I mean, I, I would have like mm-hmm. speculated it being possible, but... To actually see it happen is, is definitely a different thing. Right, right, right. So, but uh, yeah, uh, Maryland stuff, Annapolis stuff. That <laughs> uh, town, the drinking town with a sailing problem. Exactly. That's I literally have that koozie for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you've escaped the winter of the Beast Coast, and uh, I try. Yeah, I tried as yeah. best I could. I got down here at the beginning of March. Um, and yeah, I've been on all month. I'll be here till July and then got local gigs in ocean city, Annapolis, okay. uh, the Delaware beaches, um, some South Jersey area. So that's, that'll be like late summer. And then I'm playing a festival down in Northeast Texas called Texified Jam Fest. Uh, that's in November. So I'm really looking forward to that. And that's with a lot of artists from all over, all over the yeah. country. Really cool people. No, of course I can't say enough great things about Texas, man. It is yeah. just a whole different uh, animal, but it's great. It's great. I was talking to uh, I was talking to some musicians, and they're they're from California, but I think yeah. California and Texas, while opposite sides of the aisle, are very similar. But you could tour in the one state and oh, never yeah. leave the state and make a living off of that. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Like some people call Austin like Atlanta for white people, but honestly, like <laughs> I, I call it more so like Southern California in Texas. Cause from what I can yeah. tell, it's very much like San Diego. It's just, there's no beach or mountains. Yeah, it's or it's definitely like the that. blueberry and tomato soup. It's the blueberry and tomato soup for sure. It's, yeah, but it's, it's got such a vibe and the history there is yeah. palpable. You know, you walk around yeah. and it's like, man, this like, some cats have strolled these streets and played these bars and stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. Really cool. But, uh, so, like, how does the cruise schedule work? You Obviously, you go for out for, like, a week, right, at a time? And then... Yeah. Um, this this ship does, like, week-long itineraries. So, I think today, or not today, this week we're going to St. Thomas, St. Nice. Martin, and um, the Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Key. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be really cool. And I work six nights a week, three, three and a half hours, four hours a yeah. night. And 
I mean, that's it. I, I don't know any other job where you can work four hours a day and the other 20 is just you can go hang on the beach or whatever. So it's, oh, that's amazing. Um, I, don't know if they ever, I don't know if they let, let you off the ship or whatever, but I, I've been down to St. Martin uh, before. And uh, yeah, it's uh, quite a place. I, I will say it's uh, probably a little intimidating sometimes to hit those nude beaches if you're not, uh, you know, well, uh, well blessed. Well endowed. Well endowed. <laughs> There's a, uh, yeah, I've, I've talked to a lot of crew members. They had what's called a, a bliss cruise, but it is yeah. also known as a nude cruise. Oh, okay. Before I got here, it happened. Yeah. yeah. And so I was asking some crew members who were here for it. I was like, what was that like? And they're like, you know, it's just a lot of fat, old white men. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> who are just feeling way too confident and feeling themselves way too much. And it's like, ah, oh, come on. But, yeah. Yeah. No, it's mostly it just retired old people who no longer give a shit just walking yeah. around, which is a great place to be in life. Don't get me wrong. But Yes. Oh, 100%. Uh, I think we all strive to be at that kind of mindset. Yeah, for sure. But you, but you know also don't. <laughs> you, you also just don't want to look at it all the time either. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fortunately, I think a lot of them were fat enough that you couldn't look at it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, just, that's just sad in its own right. But I know, I know. Um, hopefully, you're not on that cruise. So hopefully, people keep their no, pants on. No, no, I'm not. Yes, yes, yes. Pants have so. been kept on all around. That's good. Yeah. Um, I guess on that note, you're probably obviously living the single life, I would uh, imagine. I am. I am. Uh, you know, I, I like the time to myself, though. Um, yeah. you know, it's difficult to have a real connection in, in this industry, in this kind yeah. of universe, because everyone's on a different contract and a different contract length. So people come and go like a revolving door and yeah. I've, I've developed relationships with people and I've been crushed by those relationships when either I sign off and I have to go back to America and they have to go back to England or Canada yeah. or Australia or Brazil or whatever, you know, like people from all over the world are, are my coworkers. So yeah, it's great to make friends with all, all people from all around the world. And obviously, you know, things happen, but, um, it, yeah. it, you know, it's, it is difficult to, to have that real bond with, with yeah. another human being. You know what I mean? Makes sense. But if you ever want to, you know, go hide out somewhere in another country, you know, you got the, uh, oh, the yeah. connection. Oh, yeah. I've thought about it. I've thought For about sure. it. For so. <laughs> sure. Um, and, yeah, obviously those cruises, they stick to the Bahamas. Um, you're not, uh, you're not like, running around Alaska or anything like that. <laughs> Right. Funny you say. I mean, no, not right now. I have done the Alaska cruise though. But I was, I was working yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah, a few few years back, I think it was 2018. Um, we did Alaska for two months. I this is my favorite contract I've done. Not oh, yeah. only for the itinerary, but the crew that I worked with, the band members, because it's not just I'm I'm a solo performer on board, but there's also like a rock band, and there's like an acoustic duo that does country stuff or or pop stuff and then there's like a trio of, of like a string trio with violins and violas so it's yeah. it's a big music department and it's amazing meeting folks from ukraine and romania and canada and brazil and australia and st petersburg tampa and like that, that yeah. whole area you meet them from all over the world but you can bond over the common love of music which has always blown my mind and it makes my heart really happy that 
I have that opportunity and we, I can understand that common language, that universal language, but that, uh, that ship, I think it was carnival legend. Um, we did Alaska for a couple months and then we sailed across the Pacific to Australia. So we hit Hawaii and Fiji, Tahiti, Bora Bora, like all these tiny little specks yeah. on a map we got to hang out in and, and enjoy and swim in the oceans and, and all that. It was, it was magical. I mean, something I would, nice. I would love everyone to experience, but like, I, I feel very grateful and blessed that for some reason, the, the fates picked me to, to have yeah. that experience when I did yeah amazing so how long have you been doing it like how many seasons or years i started in 2017 um okay. with carnival and i did carnival for about a year and a half up until uh april may of 2019 like the early spring mid-spring and then um left came back home to annapolis gigging around working you know making doing the part-time rock star thing as you know and uh, then got the job with Royal Caribbean later in 2019. So I escaped the winter, did that up until the pandemic, um, was locked down on the ship when the pandemic happened for two weeks. Oh yeah. Was able to, was able to sneak off because I'm an American citizen. Nice. Bless the USA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and was able to get it cause we were anchored off the coast of Florida. So, you know, yeah. we could see it, but I, you know, it was one of those things you could see it, but you can't touch it. Right. And, um, was able to get off and rented a car and drove straight up 95 up to back up to Annapolis and yeah. moved to Delaware with my brother. I lived in a one bedroom shack and I was able to get some gigs playing backyards and rooftops yeah. and just DIY stuff with small oh, yeah. parties. So it was still safe I, and but still I, able to do what we loved. Yeah. The, I, I mean, that's wild. I, I was going to ask, um, you know, how, how that must've felt just staring at, the mainland not being able to get off but um because you could tell everything was so still you know yeah. it was like that first two weeks of of the pandemic and everything where everything yeah. was shut down you could look at it and you knew that like there's nobody outside there's nothing yeah. going on none of the bars or restaurants or shops are open like you, there was a stillness to it it was eerie it was very eerie yeah and then, of course, you know, with all due respect to anyone who had a hard time during the pandemic, all yeah. that with with reverence and all that being said, I do kind of look back on what you're saying, though, during the pandemic times of the, all the DIYness that was going on, like somewhat fondly, yeah. like all the, you know, backyard parties and like, I don't know, there was like an anarchistic sort of like spirit to it all that was just kind of cool. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I say that with respect to with all due respect of course yeah. yeah like there were a lot of people that were dealing um, with tragic loss day after day and and hardships and all the stress but i i do share the same sentiment and i i learned a lot from that time i learned a lot yeah. about myself i learned a lot about where i want to take my life and my career and how i'm going to get there i met some some of the most amazing people I think I could have ever met during that time. Um, yeah. And again, like you were saying, just those backyard shows. So that, like that anarchist, like, F you, we don't care. We're still going to, artists are still going to do what we want to do. And I, I think that's the beauty of, of 
being a musician is like even if yeah. nuclear bombs went off today musicians would still find an oil drum to yeah. light a fire around and share stories and and stuff yeah. like that i think that's what i love about phillips weiser strip yeah. all ballads is like he's lived that and he's done it and yeah. that kind of that those are the kind of people that i think will always persist through all oh, adversity yeah. through all hardships the music carries them beyond any of that that's amazing for sure you know it's just punk rock or whatever yeah like, man punk rock like, to um, max. i just i don't know i have such a warped perspective for most people as far as i can tell because it's like i actually worked as a frontline healthcare worker through the whole thing too so oh, like as thank a paramedic you. thank you uh you know no problem no sweat off my back i'm i'm around <laughs> i made it but uh <laughs> But it was interesting, you know, for sure. Obviously taking care of people. But then also just to see, like, people's perspectives change so drastically. When I just always felt like I deal with so much death and dying all the time. That I'm like, oh, so I guess, you know, I am that different. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Most people, uh-huh. I guess, just aren't accustomed to that level of uh, stuff. No, I mean, and... I don't think people should be accustomed to that level of stuff. I don't, you know, that's a lot. It's, it's very heavy and it takes a special person to be able to withstand that day in and day out. And I think that's yeah. why, uh, like we owe our frontline workers so much respect and honor for the, the work they've done and are still doing like it ain't over yet. Oh, yeah. which is, which is wild. No, I mean, it's uh it's the cycle, man. Life and death, man. Yeah. People come, Yes. People come into the world and they leave. And that's the way she goes, you know. And, that's why uh, we, and we don't that's make why it out alive. So if anyone out there is listening, don't take it too seriously. You don't yeah. know when your time is going to come, so just have fun while you can. But more importantly, that's why we tell stories about it, man. Make it last. Right. Write some songs, right. you know. Yes. So. Yes, and preserve preserve those moments in time. It's always amazing to me, like re- recording a song because, like you said, it's. You, you have etched in time and in history something that can never be taken away, your story. Yeah. In a no, moment sure. of time, whether it was like, even if, you know, some songs are inspired by split seconds of emotion, you know, the beauty of a sunset or the beauty of a lover across the room or something like that it happens in a split second of a time and people are able to, to you know, stretch that into three and a half, four minutes and that exists forever no one can take that away it's it's amazing oh that's awesome on that note like do you feel like um you know it's kind of a broader question as an artist you know i feel like you've been around a block now enough that you can watch yourself in your own journey like see where you started and where you're at now and in between all that bullshit so like do you feel like um you know there's a certain song that like kind of was a plateau or a different mountaintop rather that you got to recently or in the past yeah. where it was like, man, I really, uh, I stepped up on this one. Like I told the, the story or the feeling or the, whatever it was like the way I wanted to. Right. And like successfully. That's a great question. Um, I know it's you know, broad, in all but... honesty, no, no, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. In all honesty, um, uh, the song I sent you, Oh Child, which uh, comes out on May 10th. I wrote it years ago. I was squatting 
I wasn't squatting per se, yeah. but I was living in an apartment that was not mine um, on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. And uh, I guess you could say I was house sitting. I was yeah. house sitting for, for people. And um, I, I wrote the song, Oh Child, and it wasn't what it is now. You know, it's been through many iterations and it's taken on a lot of, of work. And like I said, working with JJ was brought it to a new level. But I, I remember like putting the pen down and I looked up and like six hours had gone by. I didn't even realize it, but I, I just had my head down in the notebook and in the guitar and in the piano. And I remember like I had to, I, when I walked out of the apartment to the local bar to like go get a beer, because it was one of those like I had my chest stuck out. Like I was like, yeah. you guys don't have what I've written. Like I did yeah. this. And it was just an, like the ego went through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was one of those like I never written something of that that cla- with, with such clarity and that, of oh, that yeah. caliber before. Yeah, and like the story was precise, and it was I was able to channel what I was feeling, and, and it's kind of flowed out of me. And and when things weren't working, you know, in in the past, I remember at that point, like I would just write down whatever came to mind, and it would be like, oh, that's poetry. And yeah. no, it wasn't. I, I looking back, like like yeah. that wasn't poetry. That was foolishness. So, like in that moment, I remember like thinking to myself, "No, that's not the line that fits perfectly here." Like, keep digging, keep searching, and it would come out. And over time, and so it was. It was a, a great self exploration. Um, yeah. Writing, oh child. Uh, another one that comes to mind is a song that is released on my Sweet Tooth EP called for you which is another like right. acoustic love song and and that one was one that just flowed out of me i actually wrote it to be sung by uh, someone else but i sent it to them and they didn't they didn't they didn't want to do it or they were too busy or something like that so it was okay and i ended up recording it myself and i love i i love that i got to tell that story with my own voice um yeah and, but that was another one that again like the story was excuse me was concise and it came out effortlessly and i didn't have to get in the way of that divine intervention you know a lot of people talk about songwriting as like you just got that connection and it comes through you as opposed to you doing it yourself it was one of those moments where i like genuinely felt like it came out of me and i didn't create it you know no i know the feeling man it's uh it's a great feeling i uh definitely I'm still riding a high this week because uh, one of my songs that I wrote about a uh, a friend is uh, just getting on the airwaves at uh, WTMD soon. Excellent! So, That's awesome, yo. I yeah. love WTMD. I love yeah. WTMD. That's sick. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Yeah, but they do crush it. So for, for yeah. the local, yeah. the local people like a small people, they give people, so much you know? love to the local scene. Yeah, man. Yeah. But they give so much uh, love to it. I, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, definitely send me the MP3 of that song if you can. I'll slap it on uh, this episode so people can hear it as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Get, I mean, it's it. on Spotify. It's it's released and everything. If people want to check it out. It's well. Sometimes I put two songs there. on the episode. You know, I can put okay. your new one yeah, on there and, and put the old one yeah, on there. I'll send it along. I'll send people, it along. No problem. People, people get the full spectrum or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, man. I feel like this has been a really fun conversation, like super easy. Sometimes it's uh, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have to pull stuff out of people sometimes, but I definitely didn't know what you mean on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll be honest. I had a couple of uh, a couple of suds before before we got together. So I think that loosened loosened my lips a little bit. Well, cheers. I, uh, hey, man. Yeah, cheers. Uh, I got water now, but uh, yeah. yes. I've uh, put down a, a couple of Keystone lights just in the Amen. course of this conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. Oh, um, shoot. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, sometimes I had last cruise, like, there was, it was like trying to pull teeth, getting people to sing yeah. along to songs and to collaborate and really get the audience involved and stuff like that. They just, sometimes it's like that, but. You just got to have faith that you're good at what you do and you love what you do. And yeah, you just got to keep on keeping on Just power through. Yeah. 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 Well, Here yeah, man, it sounds like the band is starting to march or something down there. So um, yeah, man, Miami is <laughs> going off. There's a lot of rainbow flags. So I think they're, they're having oh. themselves a time. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'll probably just patch up this episode, uh, get it out in the airwaves here soon. And uh, Good, man. Thank when, you uh, again for taking time to talk with me. I really appreciate it. Nah, man, appreciate you coming on. Um, when do you take off? When do you set sail? Um, probably about like 5 o'clock tonight. Oh, okay. Today, this all right. Season? Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. yeah. Do you have internet out there? I assume you do. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll be able to stay in touch. All right, cool. So yeah, when I post it, I'll obviously uh, let you know. And uh, sounds good. And I'll share across all the, all the things. All the things. Appreciate it, all man. The Spread the word. Thank you, Brett. And yes, uh, for sure. Let me know if you ever want a T-shirt too. Probably can't ship it to the cruise ship, but if you're ever back in town, I can. Uh, I will. I'll send you one as well. We'll do a little swap, like a jersey perfect. swap. Yeah. Perfect. All right, man. Well, I'll catch you at the All beach right. probably at one of your shows, I uh, I hope. Excellent. Love to see you down so, there, man. All right, man. Sweet. Well, have a good afternoon and uh, have a good uh, good voyage. I will. Talk to you soon. Later. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks to Brennan for coming on the show. Again, the song you're hearing in the background is called Oh Child, and you can check that out wherever you listen to music. Take it easy. I can't wait to see Well, there's a girl Dancing in the breeze Passing time as she's waiting there for me She moves with ease Like a flower, she grows patiently And when she dreams, she dreams of me One more last dance She gives the sun a farewell glance She's got her wings, she's ready to fly Oh, child, we're gonna fly
once alive Far beyond these county lines She won't be leaving here alone I've got the right My baby's got my heart and mind She spread her wings, she's ready to fly Oh, child, we're gonna fly away Oh, child, we'll build a brighter day Things go wrong and cause us doubt Oh, pretty baby, we can work it out Come whatever may We'll fly away Time to be It's a wild, wild, wild ride In the sunrise No more goodbyes Oh, child We're gonna fly away Oh, child We'll move a bright day Oh, child We're gonna fly away Oh Fly.